0: Hi, this is Rich Ciotti, and welcome to Track Changes. I'm Paul Ford, and it's Monday at noon. There's all we're, we're talking about something that's still going on. And I think it's worth talking about the technology side of it. Okay, so we're going to talk about, there was a, uh, an explosion in New York City over the weekend, not too far from where we work, and we came into work today, and it's kind of on top of everybody's head. And literally, as we are recording this, i bet new details are going to come in. But there are some things that we're thinking about and we want to talk about. Postlight is based in New York, very much in so.
1: the f- in I guess you'd call it Flatiron. Still, we just recently moved to Seventeenth uh, and Fifth Avenue, and literally about a three minute walk away from this explosion that happened on Saturday in. Chelsea.
0: That's right. There was a big explosion between what 6th and seventh on Twenty Third Street. Twenty Third between sixth and seventh. Yeah, I was just there. The other, I was there on um, Thursday to see my doctor, and four uh, minutes from us. New York is a funny city. It actually has a uh, complicated, rich history of mad bombers blowing things up over the decades, and that's sort of how I saw this. I was like, oh, someone's blown something up in New York City, and unfortunately, we're in this weird moment where everything's super high stakes and. Uh, you just realize that this suddenly becomes something that's part of the presidential election and
1: everything gets amplified, right? Yeah. And I think, and you know, and that just frustrates th- me to see it get amplified actually a me little too. bit because that's incredibly satisfying to, you know, the four knuckleheads or three, whoever, one knucklehead or whoever did this. And it is, and it's
0: also just like, you knew the minute this guy shows up, and if he's... I figured it was a man, and I was like, this is going to be a guy with a Muslim name, and then yeah. the whole country's going to lose its damn mind. That's <laughs> pretty much where we are. Yeah, and that's, that is where we are. We're recording this uh, yeah. as news is sort of trickling out.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as you observe, and, you know, we're a tech podcast, Paul, so we, we're not here to...
0: We definitely are
1: that. We're not here to pull in somebody from a think tank and from... Council on Foreign Relations. We're just, I mean,
0: honestly, we're just New Yorkers. My wife wife is very nervous this morning. Interesting. She's like, you know, let's make sure we know where we are. Everybody has these sort of very strong memories of things like September 11th, of course, also the blackout, sort of how do I get home? And and for us, you know, I'm sure you feel this too like, where are my kids? If something happens and I have to walk home because I can't take the train because there's been a, a terrorist incident, will I be able to, you know, get to school on time?
1: It's sorta of how we think. It's I think a, a little bit. It's
0: very practical. Like there's yeah. a there's a sense of like, well, something could happen, a certain number of people could be injured or died, yeah. and that might mean that the people closest to me I need to make some decisions about how to take care of them. Yeah, exactly. So this is Monday. It's the first day back to work after this happened. And, you know, we're getting on the bus and we're getting on the train. And everybody's thinking, what's going on? Mo got on the train today. My wife got on the train with a big tray of cupcakes from our kid's birthday. And she said she felt that people were eyeing her very suspiciously because it's mm. a big metal tinfoil tray. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Now, my well, wife does not look like she blows up buses, but... Yeah. Well, cupcakes are very high calorie. They so re- there's <laughs> that. It's very dangerous. That's why we were getting them the hell out of the
1: house. <laughs> When you hear about stuff like this, and you could tell it was kind of very homemade. There's the pressure cooker with a cell phone attached to it and whatever the hell gets put together to make this thing dangerous. Very old
0: school, very old school Intifada style explosion.
1: And and you can't help but think about tech. Because first off, this guy got that recipe from the internet,
0: obviously. I mean, was it the internet or the dark net? I don't even know what that is. (laughs) I don't either. I don't know what that is. Do you remember the Anarchist Cookbook? I do remember the anarchists. Right, of this was a great thing about the internet. Everybody was terrified. Yeah, that you could just go get the anarchist cookbook online. Yeah, and you'd be able to make as many pipe bombs or smoke as many banana peels as yeah. you need to.
1: <laughs> and plenty has been written about how we're globalized. Here's what I can do today. Okay, I have a product that I need to get done, and I need it QA'. eight. I'm a software developer. Okay, I'm product manager. And my product's almost done. I need some testing. Okay. It's a new word processor that has cool emojis. New word processor that has cool emojis. I could spin up a team in,
0: (sighs) let's go to Brazil. Okay.
1: and, And test it. I'll have a couple of conversations. We'll set up a chat room and they will test it.
0: That's right. I mean, weekly, we get people emailing us saying, Constantly. Hey, I have a QA team in Bangalore, in Brazil, yep. in you know, all over the world, yep. Eastern now, Europe. Exactly. And I want to market this thing.
1: And I'd gotten a solicitation email a couple months ago from this video. They make animation videos, like two-minute product animation videos out of Latvia. Sure. And they're not bad. They're not
0: super pro, but they're pretty good. And I like it was the way like I'm 400 like, bucks. Sure, they make promotional animations out of Latvia, but that feels normal now. It feels normal now.
1: And I could send them the app, send them a script, they'd probably have a couple of Skype calls with me and they'd put it together. Right. Right. And this we talk about pretty casually about how the world is interconnected and globalized and this and that. So, you see this as a backdrop, and then what frustrates me a little bit is how I guess the apparatus that sort of runs the government, the the nation state, let's call it for a second, thinks about in the context of nation states. Like this isn't an attack from Canada or from Pakistan or from Lebanon or Afghanistan, Afghanistan, right? But the context they still continue to work in is, like there's first off your federal government that thinks about, well, is this an attack on our soil? There's that language is still continues to be used. Then there's the, the whether are we dealing with terrorists and is... ISIS involved, and I can't help but in my mind think this person probably used an encrypted chat product of some sort. There are many out there, and was in a room and found another person and two or three others that sort of felt the same way about some stuff.
0: Well, to be clear, right? We have no idea right this minute. We don't. But, we don't. But you know what? I remember the FBI would always arrest these people, and it would be like they got on a chat room. And they 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 talked about like for a while it was like they were talking about how to find a good bride, <laughs> yeah. and then and then they exchanged some recipes, and yeah. then like the FBI agent would be like, "You ever just really want to just kill a lot of Jews?" Yeah. and then he'd be <laughs> like, "Yeah, you know I do," and then just you just
1: hear the sirens. Right. I guess what I'm getting at is the system is so well oiled around the world right now and it's so like i could put together a pretty serious team in about 12 hours for a product
0: and right oh and even more so you can almost make something physically like you can go you can talk to people in china and they will retool an assembly exactly, line exactly exactly yeah.
1: and i think what we haven't fully translated over yet is that these ad hoc mini states almost whether it be six people, or 25, or, or 50, can come together and be incredibly productive really quickly, sure. and, and it really doesn't take a lot other than like, hey man, I just wrote an essay, you should check it out, and then everybody gets riled up, and it comes together. And then what you well, have You know, is this
0: threw everybody off about ISIS, that its comms were so good. Like, it had that glossy magazine. Yeah. Occasionally... The fact w- that they had paper, by the way, is right. tremendous. And They would they put p- ahead with paper. No, and they had like a... <laughs> yeah, they have these PDFs you could download, right. and, and it would be in English. Right. And then every now and then they'd publish something, and you'd be like, all right, all right, all right. And then you'd read the article, which would be like, why slavery is justified. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, all right, this is really bad. Yeah. So then you have the governor of the state, coming
1: out, I think it was like yesterday or whatever, and saying, you know, we can't confirm yet whether it's an international act or not.
0: That's right. Which to me is like,
1: dude, it's not
0: 1988. So this guy is out there. They just caught him. Yeah. Okay. We're worried about whether it's international or not. Yeah, but you and I aren't worried about that. We're worried about did they catch the guy so he stops blowing stuff up? Right. Because I need to get to work. Right, right, and I'm really grateful. Actually, like, I mean, I'm not grateful that that people got hurt because that sucks, and it could have been anyone I know or love. I mean, for all we know, one of the 26 people is somebody we know.
1: That wouldn't be insane.
0: Wouldn't right? be insane. Wouldn't be surprising sure. at all. I have I friends who live on that block. Yeah, or, or one block south. But at the same time, like, so there's all these criteria that are us on the ground. Yeah. Right. So I, we're like, how can we assure safety? And this is a day too. Uh, if the cops had asked to look at my bag, I would have been like, fine, just yep. look at my bag. Like, yep. I, I, you got, you're doing your job. Yeah. Like at the same time, of course, there's a lot of bad profiling. Like, there's all these things. This is New York City. It's very tricky. But it's a mess. It's a mess. There's right. a lot. I mean, there's just the police department has had a. Incredibly disastrous relationship with many of the communities yeah. here. There's a lot of bad racism. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but and you know
1: what happens is, I think when an event like this occurs, everybody everybody, takes, everybody kinda takes a step back and says, "All right, you know what? Do your job for a second. Here, yeah. we're going to
0: give you a break for a little while, yeah. so you can go do your job." We're right? going to fight that fight again on Thursday, yeah. but for <laughs> yeah. right now, I haven't forgotten. Yeah, but I'm yeah, chill this for is a minute. It is true. That is a very like <laughs> like, and everybody's getting along a little bit. Yeah. So there's that, and then you're right. Then there's this crazy framing that the government needs to figure out, right? They need to figure out, is this international? Because I'm assuming what that means is different phone calls get made yeah, and different people get to take control of the situation. And that's happening, right? right? And I think the line between a
1: local criminal act and an act that is considered international in scope such that the federal government should get involved, I think it's all... One big globby mess. Right, right? because because international
0: could be the guy could be an American citizen, but then talking to people in Syria via WhatsApp. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken,
1: this guy. That they just caught is an American citizen. In fact, his his origin is Middle Eastern, but he's actually a, a naturalized citizen. Well, and then
0: you get into the tricky stuff where you know, maybe he's here in a green card. Regardless, you yeah. you talk to your family in Lebanon on WhatsApp uh, all the time. It, I see you do it while we're we're standing there at work. But it's worth highlighting. It's it used to be a big deal to
1: call. Like I was I was here when when the war was happening in Lebanon many years ago. Where to make a phone call it took hours because the lines were such a mess to Lebanon that you'd have to keep trying and trying and then it would so once in a while it would go through. Today my cousin will tell me he just had a really good sushi. Right. In Lebanon. Right. And that would be the end of the conversation on WhatsApp.
0: So I was in in Israel in 2000 2001 and uh, everyone had a Nokia phone. It was just like it was one of the most wired up cultures you mm. could imagine and it was sort of famous for it. Yeah. And also there's mandatory military service. Yeah. So what you have is Israeli kids going into the occupied Territories with their Nokia phones, which basically worked because everything's really close. Yeah. The towers reached. Everything was fine. And they would be calling their their family while yeah. they're like, you know, kind of like, hey, mom, yeah, a little busy right now. Yeah. And so this was a weird thing because soldiers always were cut off. You, know, you would go and you, you served. You're in service. Yeah, and then yeah. you would go home and you, you had a line. That line blurred, and it's increasingly blurry. Now, also, it's been blurry for years for almost every military around the world because they can do video calling. Right. So what's happening, I remember reading about this too for the American military. You send people overseas and they're calling back and the wife or husband is like, Oh, you know, Jimmy had a really bad day at school and the dog broke its leg. Yeah. And then you have to go out, you know, in a Humvee and patrol and it was messing people's heads up really bad. Yeah. Because you're you gotta focus on that patrol. Right. And meanwhile you're thinking about the dog's leg. Right. And so these power structures used to be really clearly defined. And it used to be a really big deal to get in touch with someone overseas. It was high stakes. Yep, It was almost something where you could, like, if someone 20 years ago was regularly in touch with some warring country, right? You could point to that and you could be like, hmm.
1: Right, exactly. Which now, is the,
0: how the NSA went out of control. Exactly.
1: And the ability to quickly organize, to easily communicate in an encrypted way is amazing for sort of this global economy if we're thinking just in terms of markets and the fact that you could give a job to someone in a in a country where there isn't much of an economy because i get to connect to them from here in new york so let's that's ask, amazing right let's that's ask really, a really cool
0: let's ask a really big dumb question that i mean i'm sure we've already pissed off about 80 percent of our audience somehow with this conversation Maybe. so let's go a little further go given all of this given this what is a nation state now i think look I, I'm not. A, this is the thing. I'm like, not. This, a, this a is a disastrous question. Or, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So let's let's talk out of turn for a minute here. Okay. To me, a nation state is one that that's based on geography, because you could physically defend it, right? So I could have a navy and I can have an army, and if you commit an act that is clearly trying to, you know, pierce sort of the sovereignty and safety of the citizens within that geography. That's a hostile act towards a nation state because historically we weren't disconnected, right? It was about well vessels, we had, and we would
0: have imperialist adventures and like take over the Philippines, but Im- it was still let's the put navy. imperialism aside. But it was still the na- our navy. Like, yeah,
1: it was still. I mean, there's still you know the whole, they, call, they use the word homeland a lot after nine right. eleven, right? That was a big. So to me, it's geography. It's geographically based, right? Like, even though we have allies where, that we protect around the world, they're not part of our nation. Our nation is the U.S., and that's based on what it looks like on a map. But the truth is, at this point, if you drew the lines that have been created through what we have today on the Internet on a map, you wouldn't see the geography. It's just lines everywhere right connecting and up and down and left and right
0: well the reality too like our money is everywhere right like apple, has, apple has a 14.5 billion five billion dollar tax bill from because it's been sheltering itself in ireland that's right which everybody knows it's just this sort of like comfortable legal fiction where an apple gets to claim a kind of extraterritoriality for itself yep and say you know we're such a big company that we can start to move and and dissolve ourselves into other nation states. they're playing right i mean it's a lot of it's bullshit and there's no doubt
1: there's some nasty agenda going sure. on here. I mean, I'm no sure doubt. there's an
0: office in Ireland where they do something. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not... They're Apple. It's not I completely... I mean, they're selling a
1: couple of million in Ireland. Yeah. So there's got, you know, do you have that justification? But can you shift, you know, whatever amount of money? I think, you know, laws and sort of international customs just don't move fast. So what Apple's seeing is like, you know what, they're never going to get their act together. And like button up the tax you know laws I mean, the around EU? the world. It'll take them fifty years. So we'll move some money around. We'll put it over here. And the EU finally like woke up from a nap and said, you know what? This is ridiculous. Well, it's
0: been having quite a year, right? Right. right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So I think I don't think it's that different with something like this. So you get a press conference, it's like, well, we don't know if it's international yet. And are like, what the hell? It's international. I just found out my cousin had a piece of fruit in Lebanon right. ten minutes ago. Nothing is international anymore.
0: But I mean Lebanon, I mean I mean, this is day-to-day life in Lebanon the social order the way that people are elected like the way that that territory works is fundamentally different than the way we're living in the United States. Oh yeah, for right? sure. So there is there is something there that you have to say like well that's a nation state. That that those are two completely different entities with different leadership.
1: Yeah. Look, if you look at the premise of an Islamic state, it's abstract by design. I know, but then they it's went It's not for, geographic.
0: They went hard for territory with ISIS. They
1: did. But if you look at their sort of, their mission, it is really less about, oh, I want this piece of land and then that piece of land, and more about sort of this concept that should blanket the earth, et cetera, That's whatever right. it Well, we want right? to get
0: this piece of land and then forcibly convert yeah, people to our going, ideology. Yeah, keep going, and keep going, right, yeah. exactly. We're going to take over, and it, well, it's, what's actually, it is an apocalypse cult, like it is, ISIS is very much about the end of the world, yeah, and sort of getting things in place. Yeah, it
1: isn't about lines on a map
0: at all, as the, the lines are silly to them, right?
1: So... This other thing happened this morning, Paul. It was around 7.45, I think. I got the first weird sound on my phone. Mm-hmm. Did you get this as well? I got this, too. Okay. I think they call them... It didn't come in saying Amber Alert, but everybody calls them Amber Alert. Let's just
0: call it an alert.
1: I think it says emergency alert something. And this, it was
0: kind of bananas. Well, right? the noise is intense, right? It's the like, noise rrrr! is a little crazy. Yeah, it's this real strong right. noise. I,
1: I, my phone's never making noise, so it was a weird, yeah. long buzz but it said something like emergency alert whatever his name is is at large i think it said or something to that effect and, and then it's check
0: s- check the media it's <laughs> just the best check the media for the picture right so so check first of media, all some some cop had to send that out right like you're just like that's a bad day well let's pause on check the media
1: for a second my mom messaged me after she got this thing okay and she said, "Rich, check the media." <laughs> and, I'm like, and I said, "Sam, I think they're saying there, his picture is out. You can go see it on the news." And so she just paused. She didn't know what was going what on. What did she think it meant?
0: She thought it meant you needed to do something on your computer. <laughs> like cuz what's the media? Like push the push a button. Right. Cuz what's <laughs> she, the media, right? Like most people don't think the media. It was ridiculous. It's not like they don't they think TV
1: I think first off, that statement for many people, millions, tens of millions of not tens, it's a regional it was a regional blast. Uh so they didn't know what that meant. Bullet one. Bullet two, you can't there's no link.
0: I no, think it there, let's
1: talk about the limitations of this thing. It has to be ninety characters. Yeah. Like it's a two thirds of a of a tweet. <laughs> there's no hyperlink. And it's really weirdly disruptive. I didn't know that this was enough criteria to blast one of these out. No, no, this they, was
0: pretty. I've received them about missing kids too,
1: though. I've received about well, that's the original. I mean,
0: Amber Alert, and flash, flash floods, and yeah, weather. I've seen it for weather and for kids. And you'll see, especially when you're on a highway. I think what's weird in New York City too. I was on the bus when the second one came out. Yeah, and all the phones go off. Just Brah! I mean, it's that's just, just this, bananas. You're just like, what? It's it's jarring and it's weird and. It's also just like, you m- remember growing up and you'd be watching TV and they would do a test of the emergency broadcast system. Yeah. And it was I like, those, yeah. hey, if this ever happens, you're going to hear this really long tone and then there'll be a really serious alert message. And they would train you on it. And you'd be like, okay, if that ever comes down the pike, I'm going to want to know and it will be good. And I was like, but. There's nothing like that anymore. There's no sort of, like, universal connective tissue. And the phones... I think the pho- they're banking on the phones. They're banking on the phones, which is not a bad idea. That is a global... Like, people have phones. Everybody yep. has a phone, and the phone systems can reach them. But at the same time, there's no training or sense of cultural... There's no civic understanding of what these messages mean. And, then, and you can see how that plays out, because the actual product of the message, the thing that it is, is nonsense, yeah. It's like, hey, we're looking for this guy. Check the media because there's pictures all over the place. We can't show them to you. The internet might as well not exist, even right. though you're on an internet-connected right. device for yeah. the most part.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I have to imagine that the, there was a conversation, right? It's like, should we
0: do this? This is crazy. We're going to blast
1: everybody's phones. And they're like, you know what? So there'll be some criticism. The safer bet is to do this. Which and is, then they, just, then they went and just did it. There's no way. I mean, they there caught the a, guy in two hours, so who knows? Who knows? But there's no way that there is a formal sort of decision tree on whether to how and when to send these. Well, out. It's, it's just I bet it's actually different.
0: I bet there is one, but there's no, again, like no rehearsal for how to apply it and best practices. That simulation should have been run where they're like, hey, we're going to want to pursue a perpetrator. Yeah. How are we going to communicate where and also they could have put a link to his monk shot. They could have like put it on Twitter and just yeah. linked to the tweet. That that would have been perfectly cast, and, and ten million people could have looked at that image. Well, but they can't link. There's no links. Well, I mean, but they could have put the text in. They could have put a link in.
1: Like just the text of the link? Yeah, see link. Do you I mean, understand what... my mom would have just cried if she saw, saw it Twitter link? She got <laughs> <a> tw- <laughs> saw bitly, bitly link. Yeah. She would not have known what was happening at all.
0: But your mom knows what a web link is, right? She does, she does,
1: she does, yes I don't know, I, I hear where you're at I mean, it's, it's a weird system Because it's wired clearly to some old boxes Yeah But using really modern endpoints So it's just what's so weird about it Like to me, T-Mobile messages me all the time Asking
0: me how I'm doing Oh yeah, and it <laughs> tells me about just my Just tell
1: T-Mobile to do it. Just hit it There's only five carriers
0: Tells whatever, me about my point. bill too, right? It Tells yeah. you like, yeah, you, you owe this much
1: They're, You're way better off, just hit the five carrier It's not like there's 50 of them it's like five carriers, major carriers, and just blasted out there or something. I don't know. The last point I want to make about all this is you just hated how loud it all was. You just, even in an event like this in the 70s or in the 60s or in the 80s, even the amplification
0: of it, it's not good. It's frustrating. It's really it's not frustrating
1: good. to see, and it's
0: too bad. I just immediately was like, I'm getting off of Twitter right now yeah. because everyone becomes intolerable.
1: Yeah, and and they just can't get you know. CNN does not know how to fill that time.
0: There was one good tweet. Max Reed wrote, "Inspirational New Yorkers all around the city are calling their relatives to let them know that that's probably not actually Chelsea."
1: <laughs> Perfect. It's along those lines. So, um, unfortunately, that's part of the motivation here. You see that how loud of a of a blast it is. Way more than the physical blast. I think is is probably. More than half the motivation well, here, think, right? Right. which if is unfortunate if
0: you're a person who puts bombs in dumpsters the amount of stimulus that you get from watching the reaction is basically infinite I mean that guy if he went home and like looked at his phone yeah if it was him price this buy this be an ad buyer price this oh this is a this is like a forty million dollar campaign I'd say even more I'd yeah say
1: even, I mean it just blanked. You can't
0: capture the cycle across social media.
1: No. What's a
0: big launch like Microsoft
1: Surface or something? Yeah, <laughs> I remember they painted sidewalks in New York when it first came out.
0: Well, Windows ninety five was when they they got the Rolling Stones. They got the right, Rolling do Stones. Me up.
1: How much would this cost?
0: It's like that. It's like the, this. I is would the, say
1: like more like a hundred million dollars.
0: This is the equivalent of the Windows ninety five launch. Yeah, but it's one guy with a pipe bomb in a dumpster.
1: Right. To me, that is. You know, when you look at the...
0: Uh, we should be clear, alleged. Like, we don't know if this is really the guy or not. Things go wrong. Regardless of whether it is or not, they're pretty far along now. They put a picture out, they arrested a guy. It's It better be moved him. Move pretty fast. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this conversation... Um, I guess woof, we're well,
1: <laughs> if I, I have to package it up, it's just sort of like, you know, you look at the institutions that protect us and take care of us and we use to communicate today they're being exploited because they're just not reacting quickly enough to how the world's changed.
0: Well, after September 11th, the concept of asymmetrical warfare right, got right. very big, which was essentially guerrilla warfare repackaged. Yeah. But the difference between, I guess, between guerrilla warfare and asymmetrical warfare is that asymmetrical could come from overseas. Like you could be attacked by this very small crypto nation state or cult or whatever. They could come and blow up your buildings. Yeah. And you then really didn't have a target to, no. to blow up.
1: Yeah. And look, let's be realistic. We're not going to dig into an investigation, probably not, and find that this person is an agent of the government of Afghanistan. Not like, in the way just, that we understand, right? Not in the way that we understand. So right, and I this
0: guess. has been the ISIS recruiting strategy, right? right. It's just—it's almost like getting you to sign up for Instagram, right, or Twitter, right? Like, yeah. hey, how about? Would you like to have a conversation with some of your best friends about yeah. the end of the world and right. the coming end times and and owning, you know, and having slaves? Yeah. Oh, well, come on, I'm on over. Fill out this form. Yeah.
1: You could almost argue that nine eleven happened, and then we just bombed the hell out of Afghanistan. That Do Al Qaeda cr- as sort of this place that actually had a headquarters and had allies and had a place we could go and get really angry at and bomb might be the last of that kind we also had actually had a
0: tangible location and and oh i'm sure we'll have big old wars again i mean but actually we had to go invade iraq just to feel better because we couldn't win in afghanistan
1: that's exactly
0: there wasn't that satisfying you know well that one we got to topple the statue
1: which stuck in everyone's mind, right?
0: Do you ever see the movie Control Room? It's about Al Jazeera. I have not. It's actually a fascinating documentary because it's you saw the U.S. coverage of the Iraq war and it's all the Al Jazeera coverage. And basically, these are all very good reporters. But they're Arab and they're just sort of like, they kind of can't believe what they're seeing. <laughs> and, and, and they can't believe, like America at one point had 52 playing cards with the 52 most wanted Iraqis. Everyone's like, all the rest of the press just is just desperate to get that. Also, when they topple the statue, they're like, oh, oh my God. Like, they can't believe that America can just pull it off that quickly. Yeah. It it is. We needed that closing scene, right? (sighs) We needed that movie to just be like, oh,
1: here comes that final action scene. They did it. They got it. They did it.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, too, but, like, there's a Kurdish expeditionary force of, like, foreign fighters that recruits through Facebook. Right. Right. You can right. go that's incredible. This took me a long time to understand. This is also true about the Tahrir Square protest where people would go protest, then they'd go home for a while, then they'd come back and protest. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally like you were kind of fighting a war, mm-hmm. uh, working it in with some of their other stuff, yep. stopping to get some pumice. And like literally just living
1: incredible in I mean the tools
0: to mobilize that's right. on a massive scale were incredible. So I think what's wild here, right, is that you know, that is like violence can be and, and war fighting can be this kind of almost everyday activity in certain scenarios. And also it can be like, hey, I send somebody an email, and then I get on a plane, then I get on another plane, and then get on a third plane that's going somewhere a little weirder. Yeah. And then I finally get that fourth flight. And then I'm in some camp somewhere. Yeah. And I'm a former Marine with the Kurds and they're saying let's go fight ISIS. Right. The number of decisions you have to make to end up as part of This very intense, often violent global system is like three or four. So you see these kids going to Syria because they, like, you know, 16 year olds getting on flights because they read some stuff. Yep. Right. The thing that's happening that's really intense is that the internet is taking down the amount of energy necessary to engage in this stuff. And at the same time,
1: allowing you to quickly amplify and broadcast. A message and a signal anywhere without worrying about being stopped. And meanwhile, I mean, the government
0: the government is is trying its best because of the way it's structured to arrange these scenarios into the system it understands, which is domestic crime, uh-huh. international terrorism, international war.
1: Huge implications for in terms of law and in terms of jurisdiction, keep in mind. Because think about it, if this person is framed as a someone that's committing an act of war on the country it's a whole other set of rights for this person they don't
0: get the miranda rights it's it's, it's a whole other game well that's we're still wrestling wrestling
1: with guantanamo right so it's all very messy
0: this is the thing i think i'm going to walk away and think about is that we spend an enormous amount of time in our business trying to figure out how to cut the amount of time and energy it takes for a person to perform some specific task like to cut the friction of signing right. up for a service, buying a product. accelerating. Yeah, it's constantly. It's our
1: job is to innovate and accelerate.
0: And we get very excited about it because it's like, hey, I'm going to connect you to your music or yeah. you're going to see things that you really want to see or or your news feed is going to get a lot better. Mm-hmm. But that exact same set of rituals and paradigms and rules and, and ideas that we apply in order to do that applies to, hey, you're 16, do you want to come to Syria and be a true fighter in the cause of Allah. Yeah. And, but even, I mean, don't
1: even go, Paul. I mean, that's the thing. I think you don't have to go anywhere. You say, look, you are one of us now. Rip the you a- are there and we need you and we just need you. And what happens is this indoctrination happens where it's like, you don't have to get on a plane, dude. Just relax for a minute. We're going to put a plan together exactly where you are. And we're gonna to get to work exactly where you are. And where he is is a mile away from a strip mall and two miles away from a train station or whatever it may be.
0: See, it's just it's good to be mindful that the tools and the frameworks we use. We we're talking about things like user experience and you know, we're gonna create these great collaboration stuff. tools. Yeah, exactly. To... That all of this has this flip side where it could easily accelerate or shorten the distance between a person who is lost, confused, angry, violent, ill, and someone who is looking to exploit them for domestic or international political goals. Exactly. I don't think there is a framework where the government can even talk about this. They can talk about terrorism. Right. And they can talk about the act of a sick individual, Mm -hmm. but they can't talk about like this was it's almost like self exploitation like the the system we talk about it actually um when people talk about like internet pornography addiction that's actually a framework where they're like it is ultimately the responsibility of the individual but the constant accessibility of the the substance or the material that caused them to have the addictive relationship—it mm-hmm. was so available and so widespread that they were able to get into this like super addictive state really, really quickly in a way that they wouldn't have if they were going to peep shows twenty-five years ago. It just—it was more difficult. That's right, and I it think- costs money. Yeah, first off, and
1: they had to be a certain age. And I mean, a, a kid living in the middle of North Carolina, it might have been four hundred miles away. <laughs> That's just, right. But now
0: all those barriers are gone, right? I mean, there are these pathways to gratification. And if you are an incredibly enraged person, you're angry about something, yep. one of the things that you're looking for is is some sort of reflection of that anger, right. right? Like some way to know that it's shared. And then it's this very thin line from someone saying like, yeah, we, I... I hear you, here's why. This is where it gets tricky because we, we have a culture that is absolutely based on free speech, right? So it is okay to say, I should kill, mm-hmm. I wish someone would kill all those people. mm mm-hmm and it's it's okay to say, "I want to kill all those people to some degree, right, but then there is this line you cross where you go, "'Let's kill all the people, yeah, here's how we're going to do it, yeah. and I remember you know being young and and angry and whatever, like you can imagine where that line is, yep uh you can see it, and you can see how quick and easy it is to cross it, and the systems unfortunately are are actually built to enable that, yep, agreed, so um let's do a whiteboard session, see if we can fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got about, I think we could probably two weeks just knock out a few prototypes yep. and um, fix global... We need a few different color pens to really sort this out. <laughs> this is the problem, right? This is We should wrap this up, but this is the problem, which is that our industry has this tendency to think that technology, more technology, is going to solve this. And
1: good for everybody. Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: We, this is something that the internet created.
1: No doubt. It's yeah.
0: a, It's a different terrain because of it. No, right? we don't know. We could we could go back and find out that this guy has just been reading the local paper. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, but if you look at... Let's just even just not base just it on... Let's not just the, talk about... The, the, each story that's behind each event that's occurred yeah. over the last three years around yeah. the world, not just here in the U.S., it's the same pattern, right? I mean, it's just a lot of rage. A
0: support group, sort of sort of ad hoc
1: group comes together. Found
0: that PHP BB bulletin board. Whatever, yeah. and
1: then... It just spins up, right
0: so here's the funny thing is it's actually really hard to talk about this stuff because the the dialogue around it, especially right now, is so fraught. There are issues around race. There's issues around civil rights. There's issues around security and privacy. privacy. And it, it's just... We didn't even go there. No, that's a big facet of this. But there are tons of stakeholders. There's tons of, of really good actors who are trying to figure out a framework, right? But I got to say, there's no single consistent framework where you can go... I mean, that's the law. The law is supposed to do that. Yeah. Where you can look at this situation and go, let's do something to keep this from happening again. Yep. That's what's really tricky right now. Is you have a lot of people who are like, "Don't look at it this way. Look at it this way. Don't look at it this way. Look at it. Look at this in terms of race. Look at this in terms of economics. Look at this in terms of foreign policy. Look it's, at it's this a new in terms animal. Of it's it's all of them together. Yeah. I, our brains. I my brain can't handle it. It's too much. Yeah. Right. I, I'm dropping my kids off at kindergarten, and I have the moment when I look around and I see four hundred people. Yep. And then I think, you know, like about Newtown and all that stuff. And I'm like, wow, somebody could just blow up my kids today. Yeah. And it's like a two second thought. And then I just drop them off and go to work because you got to live your life. Yeah. But there is no consistent framework for understanding and thinking through this part of technology. It's, It's a ton
1: of change in what,
0: 15 years? Yeah.
1: This is a ton of change. To come down on us in a very short period
0: of time, and really, what you have is a lot of people in the room who are going, "This is bad, and let's let's somehow get it back how it used to be."
1: Yeah, which is, it's out of the bag. It's it's too late.
0: Well, and that's. I think then you end up with situations where the NSA just tracks everything. Right, because they're like, well, if we can't, which
1: is another podcast, Paul. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> we didn't go into privacy here, <sighs> uh, and you know surveillance, but I think it's a it's another fascinating topic because that's not caught up either, and what a mess that
0: turned out to be, right? How scared do you get when they start blowing things up in New York City? Not very actually. I mean, me neither. Overall, strangely, a lot of little thoughts. Yeah. Well, let's go to Chelsea and uh, we'll hit that uh, weird barbecue it. on Eighth Ave. And.
1: Uh, and then hit the whiteboards. Yeah. Solve it. We'll sort this out. <laughs> look for the solution in future podcast.
0: So look, uh, I'm sure people have opinions on what we've just talked about. So go ahead and send an email to contact at postlight.com. If you have any thoughts, concerns, or questions about today's Track Changes, Track Changes is the official podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio in New York City. I'm Paul Ford, co-founder of Postlight. Rich Ciotti and check us out on the web at postlight.com. Rate us on iTunes and we're glad to hear all your thoughts. Have a great week. Take care.